after show for the EV versus uh, hybrid. Yep, here we are again. <laughs> All right, so really a uh, cool show. Yeah, that was fun, and it actually went by pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe uh, we ran long. Um, yeah. Our goal is trying to keep these about 45 minutes for the main show. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran long because we got, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of topics there, right? Yeah. There's no way you could do that show in 45 minutes and um, not cover everything. Yeah, there's a lot that we, you know, we could have covered that we didn't, so. Well, that's why we have an after show, right? Yeah. So, what, uh, where are you at with that? You had a couple thought bubbles. What are they? <laughs> um, they kind of <laughs> went away now. What? Um, yeah. I should but remember was... those thought bubbles. <laughs> I know. Um... But, you know, we were talking about the apartments and having the, those hooked up for electric vehicles. You know, you're thinking about hotels. Um, you know, your hotel rates are going to go up for those. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like if you go to a hotel and they have like a swimming pool and a hot tub, those are more expensive than the ones that don't have them. Yeah. So is this going to be another luxury feature on there? Who knows? And, like, it's just going to keep your hotel rates rising. You know, it's going to be... Can I can I tell them I don't have an EV, so I want, my, I want the lower rate? <laughs> you want the lower rate, yeah. If yeah. I promise not to use a bowl, can, you, can I give yeah. you a cheaper rate? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, some hotels charge for... You know, some hotels have free parking. Some don't. Um, those are basically going to be your more your downtown type hotels where oh, you have to yeah. pay for parking there so are you gonna have an extra ev parking charge well then you're taking away from so what happens if you don't have any ev customers and those are parking spots that now you you don't you can't use right right so i mean I, i'll tell you and we park downtown going to the old market mm-hmm. um when we we parked and then when we came back after parking they had a sign out that said parking lot full. Yeah. So trying to park downtown is, you know, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if you only, I mean, I, I can't see that you're going to put these in every parking spot. That's just not feasible. Right. You know, but I got to say, fast forward, let, let's use California's model. Fast forward to 2035. <laughs> um, everything's going to be EV. So does that mean... Every every parking spot is going to be, you know, a charging station. It would almost have to be. <laughs> I mean, if it's, or at least half of them would have to be. It's a lot of charging stations. Yeah, and that's a lot of extra money. <laughs> money. That's well, <laughs> there are people that they can't drive and hit, you know, the the light poles in the middle of a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many of these EV things are going to be run over? Yeah. Oh, and I hit know, another EV thing. I think back to our trip where we flew into San Francisco. We drove up to, like, the Redwood Forest, and we went through, you know, that area. You know, those are some pretty small towns up there along the, the coast there. Right. Like, how... How are some of these smaller towns going to afford those charging stations now? I, I tell you, you're going to drive up there in the EV, you're going to run out of power, and then they're, <laughs> they're going to have to tow you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Your towing race for that is going to be outrageous. Yeah. They're going to use that to pay for their EVs. Yeah. Uh, you got to tow from the middle of the Redwoods out to here. Uh, 
all right, that'll be a thousand dollars. What? Oh, we got to pay for the EV machines. You know, and then you got to think about their weather because it gets pretty warm up there, right? Right. You know, what happens if it's a hundred and ten degrees out there? You have one of these EVs in the middle of the forest, and it catches fire and then burns down the whole forest. Oh my god! You know, I, didn't even I think mean, of that. <laughs> wow, like, that. That, yeah, that is something I didn't even think about either. Environmentally I, I, friendly car burned down Redwood Forest. Yeah. News at 11. I just pulled a Michael. <laughs> right? Isn't that horrible? That is. Like, well, I was trying to save the environment and I accidentally burned it down. Yeah. You know, or even, um, you know, I could kind of see, you know, because we... So we got into San Francisco, we drove up to Oregon, you know, we drove through kind of the forest up there. I mean, that could happen up there. And those smaller towns in Oregon aren't going to have them either because there's like nothing there. You know, there's a couple hotels, you know, the populations aren't that much, you know, you're going to get to them and you're not going to be able to go anywhere. <laughs> well, you got to understand that some of those small towns, um, their fire, their fire response, uh, Mikey, you said 20, like 10 to 20,000 gallons of water or four up to 40, right? Up to 40,000 gallons yeah. of water to put out an electric some vehicle. Of these, some of these smaller fire departments out there may not have 20,000, yeah. 40,000 gallons of water to put out one of these EV fires. Yeah, they can't put out forest fires in a timely, you know, I mean, it's hard to put out a forest fire. Right. You know, if you add an electrical vehicle in with that, that's going to be... So you're going to put, you're going to spend 40,000 <laughs> gallons of water to put out, okay, it's finally out. Okay, what about the trees over there? Yeah, sorry, we're out of water. <laughs> yeah. Call in know. the National Guard. I mean, yeah. that, you understand that that would be costly. All of a sudden, now that it's resource. It's, it's, you're, you're converting one resource to another. Yeah. They're already having problems with forest fire and things as is. Mm-hmm. You want to add a, a possible another fuel source to that? Oh. You're going to ruin You're not saving the environment. I think you're going to ruin the environment. Yeah, and you know... If you, so say if you fly into Washington or Oregon and then you drive into California, but you get a gas-powered car in Oregon and you take it into California, are you going to be allowed to do that? Or And where would you get gas in California? Are they going to take away all gas stations? Well, that's, you you drive an interesting question because, Mm. you know, I don't know. I, I here's the problem. I don't. I don't think they've thought it all the way through. I don't yes. think they've thought of the infrastructure on there. So does that mean? Listen, I love going to antique car shows. Mm-hmm. I love to California. You cannot go to an antique <laughs> car show anymore because guess what? You know, yeah. Good luck there. Yeah. Unless you're gonna you know bring them in an electric you know truck. Right. And you know <laughs> off lo- and push them where they need to go. Or bring your own gas, and then then you're bringing gas across the state line. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what are they going to do about these semi trucks going to California? Well, I know they're trying to do electric on the semi trucks, but you know the, the mileage. Is, it, the, the, I, I, it's going to go right back to exactly what I said. 
we are not ready for electric vehicles. Yeah. I wish we were. I wish our technology and I wish our infrastructure was already set up. But you're, I, I hate to say it, but the, the, it's that saying that's true. We're putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. I, I really think if we would have, if we could stop putting all this money in electric vehicles, turn around and put that money into hybrids and research more into electric vehicles to start fine tuning, you know, performance and things like that, heat problems and stuff like that. I think you can get a lot, a lot further. Here's the other thing that people don't understand. Now, those battery compartments are supposed to be pretty good sealed, right? Yeah. Over time, just think about, you know, we own a house. So, you know, every time, you know, we have to go spray for bugs because, you know, and then you have to recock cracks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Over time, things wear down. Right. So over time, that plastic, that, 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 that battery housing is going to start getting maybe cracked or, you yep. know, start to sag. And then you're going to start getting moisture in there. And like I said, once that's compromised, you know, then Boom. you're, then it's a disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. So now instead of having a, a 65 Ford Mustang that you've rebuilt and is still on the road and still drives great, you're replacing that with an electric vehicle that plastic parts are going to purposely wear out. We talked about that in the disposable world episode. Yeah. Now that vehicle is disposable. It's not, it's not designed to stay so long. Mm-hmm. Now I know you looked at it too. So what happens if you have an electric vehicle and you need to replace, let's say, okay, I bought, I, I leased it, then I decided to buy it. And then the battery bank is needing to be replaced because batteries go bad. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to just throw that out in the trash because that, you know, you got this electric car to help the environment and you're going to throw away the battery and then you're going to harm the environment. (laughs) I I also wouldn't trust throwing that battery in my trash can. Well, and I don't think you just throw that. It's not just like a battery. It's a battery pack. There's like, it's like a bunch of batteries. It's not just one. It's not like your car battery now. You, you, it's, it's a whole bunch of batteries. Yeah. Now you go to the dealership and say, Hey, yeah, I, you know, my batteries are bad. I need a replacement. How much is that? We, t- we, we've kind of talked about the price there, haven't we? I think so. Yeah. I think it was like, I mean, at least a couple thousand. No, you're not even in the neighborhood. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You're not even in the neighborhood. A couple thousand dollars I would do in a heartbeat. <laughs> How much then? $20,000. Oh, wow. You can <laughs> that's like all, buying a new car. Or a <laughs> used like, car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's just crazy. That's just, it's so crazy. So every, what, five, ten years, you're going to have to buy a, buy a vehicle. How old is that van your dad's driving? That's a 2000. So it's 23 so, years. <laughs> yeah, 23 years. <laughs> yeah. It still runs fine. Yeah. We drove it to yeah. we drove it to Newport News. Yeah, <laughs> you know we we went on vacation in it. We didn't have a single problem. No. Now, granted, you have to do <laughs> your know, maintenance on it. Yeah. But you know, we did it, and it's a it, that vehicle's still running. Uh, you know, after twenty three years. Yeah. You know, most vehicles out there, if you go to a used car lot, you're going to get a vehicle around. You know, 
I think ninety eight and up is what is, is what you're going to get, depending on what you know what used car lot it is. Right. Like when my here's the thing, I'm not Mikey. Mikey's not going to get a a new car for his first car driving. Sorry, Mikey, that's just not it. <laughs> and I don't want a new car because I would be too afraid of wrecking it. Well, yeah, I mean that's just the problem is I'm not going to spend that money on on something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's going to get a used car that if he bangs up or hits a curb or, you know, hits one of the little poles in front of a gas station and, bend, you know, dents his bumper, you yeah. know, fender benders, you know, pulling out of the garage, he's going to scrape the car. My daughter's car has a scrape on the side because she yeah. can pull out of, the, out of the driveway yeah. or out of the garage, I think. I but, did that once too. Well, yeah. You, you, unfortunately, these are things that happen. You're going to have little fender benders. And I don't want that fender bender to turn into a car explosion. Right. <laughs> I hate to say it, but, you know, that's that's the case. Yeah. You know, even a fender bender, you hit it and those batteries jostle just right, break a seal or something, and all of a sudden, you know, heat moisture is getting in there and when wham. Yeah. I mean, now, now a little, you know, someone tapped your back bumper and your car's on fire. <laughs> you know, isn't that crazy? That's a scary thought. I mean, very now, scary thought. I, I get it. It's not like it's not inevitable. It's not like you're going to get rounded and it's going to blow up. It, we're not saying that, but the chances of it actually catching fire are greater than a gas-powered vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of scary. And then also, if I get Mikey that new car, well, if I get him an electric vehicle and someone's already had it, then. If I have to replace his electric vehicle battery, you're talking fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. I can go buy a a, a POS, you know, yeah. crap car that's gas powered for a couple thousand dollars for his first car because we know it's not gonna it, it's not gonna last a kid. Right. Look back at your first car. Yeah. How many did you go through before you finally started getting a decent car? Um. I actually, my first car wasn't too bad. I had a Chevy Corsica. Okay, so how long did you have it for? Mm, a couple years. And then what happened to it? I wrecked it. Right, there you go. <laughs> Two years in wrecked, right? Um, how much did that car cost? I don't know, because it was my dad's car. It was a hand-me-down car. Yep. So you got a hand-me-down <laughs> car for your first car, yeah. drove her for two years and wrecked it. Yeah. And then your next car... Same story, isn't it? What was your next car? My next car was the purple Honda. Did you buy that brand new? I bought it used. So someone else's hand-me-down. Yeah. How long did you drive it? Um, again, three or four years, maybe. Oh, three or four years. So you're you're you got better. So yeah. that that's what you want to see. You got improved, right? Yeah. And then it wrecked, right? Someone hit me, yes. So I, I, I'm not saying these accidents are your fault, <laughs> yeah. but accidents do happen. That's right. why we have insurance. That's why we, we go through that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care how careful you are, you have an idiot out on the road with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So someone hits you, mm-hmm. wrecked the car. Yeah. Now, change that up to you had an electric vehicle. You were driving that. Your dad had it. They spent $20,000 to replace the battery so you could drive it. For two years before it's wrecked. Yeah. And the next vehicle was four years before it was wrecked. Yeah. Tell um, me. Tell me that's not right. That's not right. 
I remember what else I was going to talk about was insurance rates. Oh, yes. Now, are they more expensive for the EV vehicles? Do you know? Mikey, that's another reason why you're not going to get an uh, EV vehicle. If they cost more, Listen. car insurance for a kid is expensive. If it's more because of an EV vehicle, you're never, uh, the only EV you're going to get is a scooter. I'll buy you one of those Razor EV scooters. <laughs> yeah, they are higher because of the more complex equipment that it costs to repair or replace if it's in an accident. Yep, so there so, you go. So yep. the, the problem is, is EV vehicles across the board are going to cost more money. They say the average cost for a Tesla is 2500 a year. Oh, wow. For a 2021. 2500 a year? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's And Tesla is going to be more expensive anyway. Um, but yeah, they say it is going to be higher. Well, so, it, okay, so for a Tesla, for, for example, you said $2,500 um, a year, right? That comes out to $208 a month that you're paying on car insurance. That, no, no, wow. No, wow. that's the price that, Mike, Mikey, that's going to be, your insurance is going to be around right around that now with a regular car. If I got you an EV vehicle, your insurance for a new driver on an, on an EV is... It'd be through the roof. Yeah. It's, well, they cheaper say to, even, it's cheaper to bus you to college. Yeah, they say even the cheapest... Um, for an electric vehicle is twenty one fifty. You're still talking over two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's still more. It's twenty five percent more than your gas powered vehicle. Oh, that, well, there's the numbers twenty five percent more. So, just to recap where we're at here, and I'm going to pull up a calculator here just so I have it. So let me clear my calculator. You ready? Okay. So EV vehicles start off about forty five thousand, right? Right. Okay, and then I want to add, I work from home, so my home and, and, and office <laughs> are the same. So we're going to do $10,000 for the cheap charger. Okay. Because I don't drive that much. So right. I'm, I'm going to cheap out on this one a little bit, okay? So we're going to do $10,000. So now I'm at 55000 right? Right. And then my insurance um, for that is going to be $2,500 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say five years, right? Right. So 2500 for five years is another how much? 10000 There you go. No, right? Well, <laughs> oh, your math skills are coming out on, the, on our show here. So 2500 times four would be $10,000, right. right? Yeah. So you're talking twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Twelve twelve fifty, right? Twelve thousand five hundred, yep. Okay, so twelve thousand five hundred plus the forty five thousand that it cost me to buy the vehicle, plus the ten thousand dollars for the charging station, right? So now I'm at sixty seven thousand five hundred dollars. That's what I'm at now. So that's a lot. That is. <laughs> that's a lot. Now <laughs> Now, mind you, we're, I'm putting. I'm just getting the base model. I'm getting for that price. I'm getting no bells and whistles, no fast charger, no nothing. I'm spending almost seventy thousand dollars on 
on everything I need to do for five years of that vehicle. That's crazy. And to top it off, in that five years, if the batteries are not up to par, there's a possibility that if I want to keep driving that vehicle, I'm going to have to replace the batteries, and those batteries are going to cost anywhere from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, maybe even more, depending mm. on you know what happens if, if if I buy and they say, oh yeah, we don't have those batteries anymore. <laughs> we have the extended mileage batteries, yeah, but those are thirty thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah, and that's all we have. So you either buy a brand new car, which is going to be what now I'm now I'm at like seventy thousand. Yeah. And then I'm going to pay another 30000 I'm I'm at $100,000 in a 10-year period of buying vehicles. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It is. It's way crazy. So <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I don't think we're, I don't think we're ready for, for, no. for electric vehicles. Would you buy an electric vehicle? No. We just did the numbers. Would you buy one? No. Why? Just because of the cost and, you know, I don't want to put my house at risk. Right. Uh, we didn't even <laughs> cover that it could burn down your house. Yeah. Will that affect your homeowner's insurance? Yeah, because, you know, you're Well, there's, a, there's another cost. <laughs> yeah. The problem is every time I turn around the corner with an electric vehicle, it just seems like it's, it's costing me more money. I mean, I know the chances of those things happening are very slim, but it's it's happened. So, and it's, and I know it doesn't happen to every electric car owner. So here, here's, and, and here's why it's more expensive for the insurance companies and all this. So there's a something, there's something that we call mitigating damages mm-hmm. in this country. Mitigating damages means that you don't do anything that would be too risky to cause, you know, cause more of a problem than it would, nor- that the normal person would do. Right. For example, if you want electricity done through your house, if you don't know anything about electricity and you're not an electrician, you you hire a <laughs> certified electrician to do something. Yeah. You don't get your drunk uncle, you know, <laughs> call him up and say, "Hey, can you wire the, the new light in, in in my my attic?" Well, that's how you burn down a house. Right. <laughs> so you there are certain things you go through. So you know. And that's what insurance will come, you know, will look at. And so there could be something where they could, you know, the insurance company could say, well, yeah, it's normally something we cover, but uh, the person that installed the box wasn't certified certified or his certified ran out or there was a problem with that. Just like, you know, some of the parking garages that that said, yeah, we don't want an electric vehicle (laughs) here because uh, you could burn down our, our whole thing and we don't want that. Mm-hmm. They're mitigating their their you know their insurance company probably went to them and said, eh, if, if you get EV vehicles, we're telling you now these have a fire problem. So if you let these park there, we're not going to cover if anything happens. Right. And then that that person that owns that parking lot says, oh whoa 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 okay. If you're not then I'm going to put a sign up and then that way we're covered. Yeah. That way, if that person parks there and it burns down, that person's insurance is going to be responsible for it, and that building owner or that part that parking lot owner can then turn around and sue that owner for disobeying the sign, saying, mm-hmm. "You know, we didn't allow that here." Yeah, that's what happens. That's those are 
the mitigating circumstances signs. Right. They're, they're saying, we put an effort to tell you not to do this, and if you do it on your own, that's yours. And same thing, that's why you know, gas stations, all those see those slippery when wet signs. <laughs> yeah. They put those out to say, look, this, is a, this, this could possibly be a hazard. Yeah. Don't do it. If you slip and fall, you know, now granted if there's no sign, well, then you have something. But if they put a sign up, and now if you put a sign up and they were still negligent in it, that's a different story. Right. But if, if you you see the sign, if you, I'm sorry, but if you have issues with walking or balance or anything, walk around that area. Yeah. <laughs> Get assistance to help. Hey, hey, I'm sorry, this, this is all wet. I, I have balance issues. Have someone, you know, help you. Yeah. That's mitigating your damages. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I I, I, tr- I kept trying to find a pro on this. You did, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> and then here you're talking about burning down a redwood forest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You did pull on me. You went like. <laughs> I went worst case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so, can you imagine this, 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 we all remember Bambi, the movie Bambi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bambi, <laughs> 2035, EV burns down Bambi's home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that's, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, yeah. if, if you don't like hunting or anything like that and you're, you're a, a vegan, save the animals, well, you should be against an electric vehicle then. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> We see videos of them catching fire and burning down. Yeah. You put that down next to a tree, and then you start, I mean, less things have started forest fire. Exactly. And think of all the forest fires California has already. Right. You're going to throw, and I know it's, I know it's a small chance, a small, small chance, but it could happen. Well, no, no, (laughs) let's, let's think about it. California is going to go all electric vehicles. Yeah. They're already causing problems with, you know, catching fire. They already know that, you know, a little accident, a little fender bender will cause, they can possibly cause them to blow up. Yeah. Cause, catch fire. Now, there, how, you've got to calculate how many people live in California and how many more <laughs> EVs are they going to put on the road there? Right. You're, you're talking, Probably 25, and I'm going to give it a conservative effort, 25 to 30 million electric vehicles mm-hmm. in California driving around. Yeah. Their power grid can't handle... Their power, power grid, grid can't handle it. <laughs> you might as well pave California so you don't burn down trees. Right. To save the trees, we're going to cut them all down. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the argument that... that <laughs> That, that, that's a hell of an argument, that's right? That's a sad argument, though. That's, yeah. <laughs> Pave paradise, you put up a parking lot. Yeah. And then you go to a tree museum. <laughs> There's a whole song about it. We didn't take the warnings? <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think the hazards alone outweigh it. I think the in- infrastructure is not ready. Yeah. I think... You're going to tax a lot of small towns. You're going to cost them revenue. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these small towns that are kind of cool to go look at, but if I, they don't have a charging station, 
well, I guess they can't we go there because they don't have a charging station. Well, they can't afford it because they rely on tourism. Yeah. And now that the tourism is not going because, you know, they don't have an EV station because they're barely making it by as is. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, next thing you know, that land's going to be sold to, to Amazon or, or Walmart, <laughs> one of the two big ones, mm-hmm. or some company in China who's buying all companies now. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's... I, we are, I hate, I hate the ruse that they're saying this is a, we're doing this to save the environment when we're kind of doing the opposite. Yeah. You know? It's not, it's not helping it that much to I mean, really, you know, put a dent in helping the environment, I don't think. I, I a dent. I, I I think we are putting a dent in the environment. Well, yeah, we're putting a dent in the environment, but I'm I'm saying it's not helping. No, not you a, know. No, it, it like I said, it's doing. It almost sounds like it's doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Everything I look. Anybody listening, go look up a lithium mine. In <laughs> just Google it, lithium yeah. mine, and look at the pictures. Look how big these areas are destroyed. Now, Mikey, you saw a couple pictures of, like, a forest on it and then the after of the lithium mine, right? Yes. Tell me that that did not... Tell me that that was better for the environment. I I cannot tell you that. I think that was worse for the environment. Yeah, so you took all kinds of trees and this natural, uh, you know, forest and, you know, all this, you know, habitat for animals, and you put a giant hole in the ground. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A mile-wide hole in the ground. With roads, and then, so, the trucks that are going through the area can't be helpful for the environment. Yeah. I'm sure those aren't I'm electric. I'm sure those aren't electric. <laughs> and I'm sure those bobcats mm-hmm. and stuff that they're digging with ain't electric either. No, no. Yeah. I don't know. You're not saving the environment. Driving a, a electric vehicle, you're not saving the environment. You know what? If you're driving a, a, a hybrid... I think you're. I think you're on a better path. Yeah. I think you're driving a better path on a hybrid. I would consider a hybrid. I. I think I would. I would consider that. I don't think it uses as many batteries as an electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, I'm okay with that. But I think we need to. I, I here's the here's my problem. Why are not Why are not car hoods, roofs, and trunks? all made of solar panels. Because that would be too expensive. How is that any more expensive than a $20,000 battery? Good question. <laughs> yeah. So, now, I, I get that has downfalls, too. If you had a solar panels on your car, you know, that's great. In the winter, might not be so great. <laughs> yeah. And I can understand maybe then, you know, you know maybe charging it with, solar panels or the sun now you're never going to park that car in a garage unless you you know put artificial <laughs> sunlight in yeah. there which would defeat the purpose there yeah i mean just raise your electric bill <laughs> right <laughs> you imagine going outside turning on the light in your garage going oh my god why does it feel like the sun's in here oh i've got a solar powered car yeah and i like to park in the garage yeah. so it's like the, the intensity of the sun in this you know small room and let's hope that doesn't cause a fire hazard. Right? <laughs> I don't know. 
I just don't think we quite have the answers to it, and I think that's the problem. I'd have to agree. So, uh, what's our next gonna show going to be about? Um, our next show... Our next show... <laughs> you you okay can, over there? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, is going to be about inflation and rising costs of anything from food to gas. Well, that's a uh, well. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's right on the heels of this show, so that's pretty good. Yeah. I, we went to I think we went to, over to Mickey D's, or we where did we go? That I don't know. I got the shell shock of you know the three of us went to grab some food. I didn't think we got that much food, and they're mm-hmm. like, "That'll be thirty two fifty. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I think it was either Burger King or McDonald's. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm like, "Did we? Are we? Did we order that much food?" And I'm like. We and we looked up the prices, right, Mikey? Uh, how much was a hamburger when it first opened? Wasn't it like fifteen cents? Fifteen cents for a <laughs> burger? Yeah, for a hamburger? Like, yep. well, I even remember when I was in high school, it wasn't this expensive. Well, no, and uh, gas was 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 a buck, right? Um. So what's uh, our inflation rate? Our inflation rate in July was three point two percent. So hopefully everybody got a three point nine percent raise. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And it say you know it's highly unlikely that we're going to return to pre-pandemic prices anytime soon. Well, so I mean it's just man. it's crazy. It is, and yeah. we will get into that in our next show. We will. On that note, I think we're uh, we're going to end our after show on. Uh, on an inflation question. <laughs> okay. How much has gas gone up through the years? So much. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Stay tuned. That will be our show. Bye, everybody. Bye.